0: John Glenn.
1: Welcome to the Clampdown. Well, we've got John Ross coming in, in a wee while, not in the oh, near distant future, I'd say in the next half hour, and we're going to be talking about bands that we've seen and sort of, uh, well, gigs and whatnot. I saw ACDC in Hamden, maybe about five years ago, maybe a wee bit more, and I was in the pub before they done their 21-gun salute or whatever it was. <laughs> you could still hear it from Woodlands Road up there in Chan Cross, I can tell you. But I shall play this one, because in Glasgow today, we have got plenty sunshine. It's amazing. <music>
2: right there on the sunny side too, so we meet with the darkness and strife, this sunny side we also may view, keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side, keep on the sunny side of life, it will help us every day, it will brighten all the way, if we keep on the Oops, every chair is so dear clouds and storm will in time pass away the sun again will shine bright and clear keep on the sunny side always on the sunny side keep on the sunny side of life it will help us
1: The Carter family with Keep on the Sunny Side, and I'll tell you, it's taken from the soundtrack of Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? It is a stormer, I tell you. Good for a Saturday night when you're sitting there moping over the old results and whatnot. Next tune up, we have Athlete. Now, I saw two bands in the one night. I went to see Athlete, I think they were in the 02 and I went to the 13th note to see old fruit bat with Abdul japarov This here is athlete. You got style. I thank you kindly.
3: Oh, no. Gonna put my foot in it again. Think back. Can't believe that it was me who said that last time. I promised I would write my song until I counted to ten. I said, oh, it's getting hot in here. Must be something in the atmosphere. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, it's getting hot in here. Must be something in the atmosphere. Oh, you'd be laughing about it, making the most of the true. Bridge.
1: that for the wife as she got her two big toenails off oh mummy daddy a sad thing and I had to tell the Waynes I says Waynes mummy can't drive
0: big shouty from
1: the milk and I listen to Ramey Sausage Fingers Coil on Calm Down. 107.9 FM your voice, your music, your station
0: Successful I am. I'm like a shipping gyco, full of promise and calm. I'm a salamander, a short riff lover boy, causing grief with the bleeding eyes. I'm Miami. that's wrong and I'm making you think that you doubt everything you love but I'm here to stay
3: From Flemington
4: to Fernhill
3: and across the southeast of Glasgow this is Cam
5: Glenn Radio
6: 107.9 FM
3: your voice
6: your music
3: your station yes, a up, Do you remember the time when you were going from Mars I don't know if you knew that Oh it's the playing cards and you went to dim and cigars and she never told me her I still love you to go from my Sitting in that dreamy days by the water's edge on a cool summer night. Fireflies and stars in the sky, gentle blowing light from your cigarette. The breeze blowing softly on my face reminds me of something.
1: listening to the Clampdown, Cam Glenn Radio, 107.9 FM, your voice, your music, your station. I am joined by very good friend, John Ross. Hello, how's everybody doing? Smashing, John, to be a bit better than you, my friend. <laughs> <I
6: know>. Woke <laughs> up this morning, it looked like I had a gobstopper in one of my cheeks, it was just all inflated. And so I had to get an emergency dentist and they've gave me pa- they've gave me some paracetamol and I've rubbed it into the cheek. Now they've <laughs> given me, a what do you call them? I can't remember what you call them, two courses of antibiotics. And they told me I've got seven days of no alcohol. Mm -hmm. That'll probably be harder than anything else. Well,
1: I I was on the blow to Angie and I said "Get the Negronis round to my house. (laughs) Sharpie, Shange.
6: (laughs) Everybody will be round to my house uh, because I've got that many (laughs) Negronis. uh,
1: (laughs) And I I said when John came in, I thought he's got the DNA apart hamster.
6: (laughs) But (laughs) no, not true. One side of my cheek is just, oh, it's ugly bad, man. So,
1: here, you've come in and we're going to chat about music, past, present.
6: Past, present, yeah, I've got everything I bring up, the selection of everything. I thought I'd start off with something from the Apollo, which was my sort of uh, christening to big concerts, even though I'd been to a few small ones, I'd seen a few small uh, gigs here and there. Right up to the Apollo. But the biggest band that affected me at the time uh, would have been 1980, I think they played. I'd, I'd seen a couple of bands in Apollo before then, but it was Devo um, uh, that i would seen, uh, the Ohio band. Uh, they're actually going to play their final gigs that they in up here and doing in London in uh, August. I've got tickets for both because I love this band. And the track that I actually picked was one of my favourites off their first album, which is the RB Not Main album. And it, uh, even though I love every single track and every single track on that album is fantastic. And I've even seen the band playing their full album. Uh, Space Junk was always the one that kind of stuck out for me. I thought it was an amazing uh, arrangement. It's just a strange track and it just it is an amazing track. Yeah, you should have a listen and we'll see what people think.
1: No. I'm of the opinion you were there when the geezer jumped through the wee ice cream that kiosk. Was
6: the, that was the show that he actually jumped off the stage. I, I mean, I, I, I was arguing with somebody that told me that that stage was 15 feet high. Uh-huh. I mean, I'd been pretty close to it and it just didn't seem 15 feet. 12 maybe, 10 maybe, but 15 feet just seemed too much. But yeah, the guitarist Bob jumped off the stage with his cricket bat guitar, landed on a wee uh, ice cream kiosk, which was made of plastic and just <laughs> fell into the audience. Yeah. <laughs> It was, I mean, the gig was amazing. They were absolutely amazing. And it was the original. I mean, that's when the band were the band. I mean, right now, there's only like three of them in it now and a couple of deaths, but they're still a fantastic band.
1: And tell me this, do you own an energy dome at all?
6: I do own an energy dome, yeah. It's up the attic, but it's part of a costume. I'm going to get an official one in August because <laughs> I just bought a devil costume once for a fancy dress, and it came with this sort of plastic um, energy dome, yeah, and, and it's still pretty much mint, but it's not as good as the real ones. And I'm going to get a real one. I mean, I've had a chance to buy a real one a couple of times, but they're like thirty quid, and I'm just too tight <laughs> to spend thirty quid. But this right. is the last time I'll get a chance, so yeah, I'll probably buy one down in London or in Edinburgh when I see them. Yeah. Right. I'm saving De-
1: up. Devo it is, mate. Here comes. excellent stuff you're listening to the clamp down. cam glenn radio point nine fm your voice your music your station we have john ross comedian oh
6: okay, ah, comedian yeah i'm buff dj yeah. not as in in the buff well in the buff uh, if oh. i can get away with it i'm actually in the buff tonight i'm playing oh. the buff club i played the last night i'm playing the night yeah i'll be playing the night with my big swollen cheek i'll get a, i'll get a lot of looks Actually, maybe I'll stop them asking me for crap. Uh, <laughs> maybe no I love playing the Buff Club. Buff Club's a great, uh, a great night. So uh, I'll let
1: yeah. you in a wee secret. We've got Wayne's Party downstairs. I <laughs> might hear a wee bit of it.
6: I did hear, I did hear uh, <laughs> well, well, tell me what you want, uh, what you really, really want.
1: Uh, as I went down for a, a break, let's say, uh, yeah. I was hearing uh, the Spice Girls, and I said, in my head, I'm saying, I wonder if John
6: Ross has seen the Spice Girls. Nope. Oh. I haven't seen the Spice Girls. Though one of my friends actually worked on the film, ah. so they, they they got some sort of memorabilia from it. Actually, aye, I think, aye. aye. I got a big coat. I actually thought it looked better on me than him, but yeah, he kept it. It was a big Parker. I was dying to get my hands on it. <laughs> I like a big Parker.
1: And here I'm thinking you're talking about films, not we Charlie's brother, but in the Mission Impossibles. Oh yeah. What do you think you'll get for there if we ask him?
6: <laughs> get a big string that's a fuse aye. a big fuse one,
1: yeah. aye, 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 that's.
6: A wee, t- a wee tiny aye. suit no <laughs> point
1: in getting that suit it wouldn't fit you in it, most definitely it wouldn't fit me
6: <laughs> a child <laughs>
1: yeah next track what have we got
6: well I think it's a clash next I put on the list uh, when I first heard the clash I, I, it just blew my mind I've seen the clash I think three times in the Apollo um uh, and I seen them once in the, was it, the, it was called something rock, the rock garden in Queen Street as well. I mean, that's when they sort of, they the band had completely watered down. But this first, this this track with the first album uh, was mass smash track. I played this continually. The first album's an amazing album anyway, a great punk album. Not my favourite album. I like the second album. I think the second album's a phenomenal album. Everybody hates it, that's it's a classic, or not everybody, but a lot of people don't like it. But I, I actually love the second album. But this one track was the track that turned my head back then to right tuned into The Clash because it's just all punk and it's just fast. And it's and it's. and I, th- I think it's under two minutes as well. So it was just, a, you can imagine how many times I played it back in the day. I just played it endlessly back in the day.
1: And I never ever got to see The Clash.
6: You never got to see The Clash? No, I do not know, That's no. a surprise to me.
1: From the age of 16, I worked with my dad away from home.
6: Ah, so yeah, so
1: we, were, we were everywhere. And uh, obviously, you only get the weekends off.
6: He met Joe, though. I, I remember you had yes, a yes. nice photograph with Joe, you and your brother. Yeah. I met Joe when he asked me. I, I, I mean, I was gobsmacked in Socky Oak Street. He asked me directions to Nico's, and I, I was just absolutely, you know, i got got, it's Jim there, Joe. Um, I, I just, it was like meeting a hero. He just looked great. I just, yeah, he oozed, stardom, them, Joe.
1: Indeed, he, he did, naked. mate. So here we go. The clash. <laughs> and you've won the
6: wrong, mate. I know, it's just under <laughs> two minutes, but it was great fun. I <laughs> a great record. Oh, brilliant. Oh, um, back then, of course, it was like vinyl records. And I mean, oh, I did a pilgrimage. You heard there was a record out, and you pilgrimaged into the town for your. I was, um, I would been staying at my dad's in Ockenshughel. And they uh, get a bus, a 64 out of the ten and go to listen, or Blogs or all these other ones over there, or Woolies. But yeah, they had to find a record, definitely. I mean, the next band that I put up was The Stranglers, because I've seen them twice in the Apollo. And uh, the first one was the famous one with the strippers, and they paid the, the bouncers and everything, and it was just madness. And then the second one I seen them La Folie, which was recorded for radio, The whole, it was recorded live, so they played every hit. And that and that was the place was incredible, it was mental, but yeah, this track was the track. I had this in single and I must have worn it thin. It's a phenomenal, nice and sleazy, it's a phenomenal track, still is a phenomenal track, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: Uh, Were you at the gig when the guy was he done sort of like Errol Flynn and he slid out the box off and he, he came down the curtains like a swashbuckler? Was it he, <laughs> he landed on the stage and oh, the bouncers I mean came that? to get him?
6: I mean, back then I was half-cut just <laughs> <laughs> like any time. Uh, and even though I was only, I think back then I was maybe two, no, I was about 15 or something when I went there. And you were always kind of loading up before you went to the, the gig and everything. And back then you could actually hold your pee in for the whole show. It was like, <laughs> you now these days I see a track and then I have to run out and the songs I don't like and go back in. You
1: know? It's an age thing, mate. It is an age oh, thing. Sure.
6: It's, it's in there. A right. Small bladder yeah, syndrome, yeah. I think it's called, when I get older.
1: Well, Stranglers are one of my favourite bands. I've seen them at
6: oh, North yeah. moment Yeah, I mean, um, I've seen I've seen the new Stranglers a couple uh, of times, and I mean, sadly, I had tickets before uh, Dave died, and of course, the COVID thing stopped that gig. Um, but I thought I think the new singer are phenomenal. I think they, they're absolutely phenomenal. Life. I mean, I've seen them Carolyn Academy twice. I took Angie to see them. Uh, the second time because I said you've got to see these guys these guys are amazing I mean George Rack, never and I seen them in the park as well and they, it was the Ruts that supported them in the park and that was great but I mean seeing them in the Apollo and, uh, it was just a different atmosphere and they were all young and it was crazy it was good fun yeah
1: uh, you mentioned the Ruts Ruts DC they were up uh, PJ Malloy's up there and them and good friends of the show Kat and Chaz was at it
6: oh they were amazing it was great seeing them because I never managed to see uh, I never managed to see the original rights, and they were always a big band in my past I mean a phenomenal yeah because yeah. I'm extra of punk and reggae, they kind of get into all that kind of stuff That's as
1: well. True. That's true. Ah, uh, Stromer, it was him that sort of put me onto the reggae vibe.
6: Oh yeah, the Clash. That I mean, did that I mean, I absolutely love reggae, and oh. I get tuned in simply because of the Clash. Yeah, I get tuned in you know, all that kind of stuff and Mikey Dredd and all. i seen them. I mean, he played with the Clash. I think the last time I seen the one was it the, the, the I seen the Sandinista, that was it. Um, the Apollo, and the one before maybe it was um it was London was the one London Collins one um that album was on it as well i mean i've seen them that live album i can't remember the one before i think it was just their first album i don't think it was the second album but it was yeah it was very very good i mean stranglers what can you say i mean i, I would have actually put raven on because that is my favorite strangler track. but this uh, didn't you have wranglers didn't you have raven back then when i seen them at first and that track's mm-hmm. amazing yeah
1: right. stranglers
6: here we go
7: creature
3: like a dry tree seeking water or a daughter nice and sleazy nice and sneezer, does it Check <laughs> does An angel came from outside had no halo had no father with a coat of many colors He spoke of brothers many, wine and women, song of plenty, he began to write a chapter in his story
1: i tell you, it's like the OAP show, the two of sort of crunching <laughs> about, you could hear the creaking of the bones. <laughs>
6: That's an amazing uh, track, even know. now, every time I hear it, it just I takes know. me right back to that period in time, yeah. I've got that 7-inch vinyl, actually, I've got a couple of these 7-inch vinyl, I've got that one as well, yeah.
1: I can only dream of Pogo in there, mate. Oh, no, I
6: can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'd fall apart like a Lego, man, if I started doing <laughs> that business, man, no chance.
1: Well, I we need to do some shout-outs. I've got oh, Mr yeah. Forsyth over there in Hamilton, big shouting, Cindy up there in Castle Mill. Not forgetting my Rotterdam chapter and Stuart and Helen up there in Rockhill, Senior Law and Louise. Excellent stuff. Em, do you want to say hello to John?
6: If my uh, my mate's uh, listening down south, my mate Billy and Kate, two of them are uh, fabulous people and I love being with them and I'll probably see them before the end of the year. They've moved to the coast, fancy Uh schmancy coast, and hopefully I'll see them before the end of the year. And of course, I better say hello to my missies. I'm getting antibiotics, I'm all right hen they want to keep me in so i'm here <laughs> though i keep old pensioners keep trying to pinch my cheek because it just looks like a big wayne's cheek but no here's 50p son no forget it uh, i'll show to adam my son and jack who he's coming back from touring tonight he'll be here for a week and uh, he tours with a band called Jeff Tate, and uh, they're actually playing at in, in, uh, the start of next month. And if you get a chance in the Classic Grand, yeah, you should definitely see these guys. They're absolutely fantastic. And Mark Daly is the support actor, which is a fantastic act as well. So it's worth every penny. Yeah, you should get them in. That's very. Uh, it's a uh, despicable. Uh, I don't know, what is it? I keep forgetting the name of the company actually. I was going to say Despicable Rogues, <laughs> but God it's most lovable come, Rogues. I God, they'll God, come day I. You. God, they'll be phoning me up after <laughs> this. Uh, lovable uh, Rogues uh, is uh, the organizers, and it's a fantastic company as well. I've done some stuff uh, with them in the past. Here,
1: yeah. you touched on the old, uh, the COVID scenario. You kept everybody going. We have hip replacement.
6: Yeah, I Nights. did that. my hip replacement night. I did 19 Fridays in a row, punk and funk and disco and everything. Yeah, and ska, DJ, not forgetting for, your ska. For hour aye, I, I like a bit of ska. That's funny, because I've only really brought one sort of ska band with me, but I've seen I mean, the specials, Madness and all these bands, and Apollo as well back in the day. And, and, I, and I've seen a ska tour, but I can only remember snippets of eh? it, and people tell I me, mean, I yeah, I was probably outman at that gig, yeah. I was having a good time. It was, I think it was in Tiffany's, I. Eh? We'll move on to Tiffany's eye uh, at one point <laughs> here. the other. There's a few, few gigs I've seen there that were fantastic.
1: And you need to shout out to all the hipsters, mate, because I know they're listening.
6: Uh, there is a hip replacement in Mary Hills, uh, the Mary Hill Club at 90 uh, next Friday, but I'm afraid the tickets are sold out, so if you want to get in, there is a few tickets on the door, but we only really have a few we, um, We can't overpack it because it gets a bit uncomfortable, but it's an absolutely fantastic club. I'm also doing a hip replacement over in the shed on the 23rd of next month, and that is selling out as well. I mean, that's a great venue because it's like a a full-size club, but we only start at half... Half past seven, finish at 12, and we can all up, get up the road and get our toast and get to bed. Eh?
1: <laughs> now, see if you shop with your bus pass and your penny ticket. Do you get in any cheaper?
6: No, but we laugh a lot. <laughs> <laughs> We're very good. <laughs> so you are got to get in with your bus pass.
1: Next tune, what have we got? Like
6: the FBI or something. <laughs> I think it's the Damned. Knight. This I seen the Damned, my wee brother. really, back in the day, he I, this was his favorite band. And I took him to the Apollo to see this band, and of course it was chaos. But this particular song is just my favorite. I mean, I love the Damned, but this particular song just spoke to me. Even back in the day, it was, yeah, it was. It just showed you how good these guys really could be. This song, I think. Yeah, I just can't be happy today. <laughs>
1: You're Listening to the club then Cam Glenn Radio 1 or some point 9 FM, your voice, your music, your station. Frank Murphy came in for a chat there and I said, said to John, I said, Oh, Frank, the members of clubs in the olden days, of Mayfair?
6: Yeah, the Mayfair. I've, I've seen at the, uh, the venue. We played, at me, played both the Mayfair and the venue back Aye. in the day when we were in a band, yeah. Yep. I liked it. I mean I, I mean, I used to go to the reggae nights in the Mayfair. That was a Thursday, a Thursday night. night. Every Mayfair. Thursday night. <laughs> And they were fantastic nights, but i seen like Gil Scott Herring and all these. Uh, Why are all these kind of bands in yep. yeah, I, I thought it was a fantastic. I mean, well, it's a garage now, isn't it? And uh-huh. I've seen tons of bands in the garage yep. as well. I really like really...
1: the venue. I saw the Buscocks, when they'd done one of their sort of comeback tours.
6: And have you uh, back in the 80s? Yeah, I think well, the Buscocks are one of these bands that I always get upset with. I mean, I Back in the day, I only liked one song, so I never went to see them in the Apollo. And one of my favourite all-time bands played <laughs> as the support, Joy Division. And it was only the day after that I started getting phone calls from mates saying, "You know who was supporting Buzzcocks?" And I was absolutely shocked. Yeah, you, I could, you know, knocked me down me feather, because I would have definitely been at the gig. I mean, I may have left through the Buzzcocks, but years and years later, I love the Buzzcocks now. Yeah, yeah. I can play some of their songs on the guitar. I, I mean, I really do like them. I, I think. Back then, there was just so many interesting bands that the Buzzcocks to me just took saying, saying fiddle to everybody else really. And that down there, because there was a lot of good bands in Manchester and all that kind of stuff. And I'm mean, Joy Division being the one that I actually hooked into straight away. I seen them one, was it something else? It was a program. That's right. called Something That's else right. on the TV, and I just flipped out. It was me and my big mate Davey watching this guy. And the two is even though it seemed dead funny at the time, we were both totally mesmerised by the actual music and just get totally in it after that yeah I've got just about everything they have done in vinyl I had Warsaw singles I gave one of them away I'm kicking myself for that yeah
1: and tell me were you ever up in the gods in the Apollo
6: I was never up at the very top ever I mean I even got in a box I mean, the very first time I was in the Apollo this next band actually explains it because it's Susie I mean, I got tickets to see Susan the She's at Apollo, and the, their first album, Scream, is it. Absolutely loved that album. Great album. It was the first album I ever bought, actually, and that's the thing with Davy. Actually, my mate Davy used to half albums, and the very first album was. Uh, we tossed a coin, and he got to pick it, and he picked new new boots and panties, and then I went out and bought Scream. Yeah, so he was pretty upset. So I bought tickets to the Apollo to see uh, Susie, and she cancelled four days before the gig, so I actually changed the ticket to uh, to, uh, 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 to Gary Newman at the time, who was up and coming, and I, I liked the stuff he was playing, so I thought that'd be interesting, so I just got it, but I, I was a ticket for Up in the Gods for that gig, but... Um, one of my friends, my friend Billy's sister, she she got a ticket and she could only get a box and she said, gonna e swap so that I'm not sitting myself in this box. And I thought, that ah, doesn't make any difference to me. So I sat in this box. I was literally about 15 feet from for the whole gig. It was uncomfortable because there was nobody else in the box but me sitting in there You couldn't he not see me, this one person, sitting <laughs> at the side of the stage. Uh, yeah, It was the box that you could actually go onto the stage because I also seen uh, uh, Mark Millersberg jump into that box and run into the circle. Uh, that was the only time I had a ticket for the upper, upper circle of um, the Apollo. You could literally see it moving though in gigs, and it was oh, that's true. the, the that's weirdest thing. Well, it gave you the fear. Oh, it gave you the fear either, because oh, uh, you could see the thing actually move, yeah. and it was just the weirdest thing. I, but,
1: I think I was up yeah. there for the, the Raven tour for the Stranglers we were talking about. Oh, and, uh, yeah. The big red eye, and the <laughs> Raven was flashing. And uh, It was all sort of balanced out. There was bricks and stuff uh. all lying about the top end.
6: Well, you get a seat in Nepal, and you'd go to sit down with any seat there. <laughs> and the thing is, you could be stand because the bouncers kept telling that's you to right, sit down, so you'd right. have to kind of perch, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go and get a seat that was not there at all. <laughs> you know, it was but just I mean. funny, yeah. So, um, Susie, this is staircase mystery, you know. And uh, I mean, this album absolutely flipped me as well. You know, it was just a fantastic album. I mean, uh, a year, I mean, though I didn't, she cancelled that. I got a ticket for Tiffany's. I only seen one song because I had to go after one song and then eventually seen it in the Apollo. When I think The Cure supported it on Apollo and uh, he played the guitar as well for that tour.
1: Have you got a ticket for the bandstand in Glasgow? I'm still in two minds.
6: Is anybody it, out know. there? I yeah, ah. I, know. I don't care if it's sold out. If there's anybody it there. Want, so. <laughs> that knows a man that knows a man. That knows a man that I'm always saying that. If, I, if the tickets are too dear, I, I'll try and get them out of somebody. Susie. So yeah, no, I, I don't mean that venue. I've seen some great bands there as well, actually. The bandstand's great than yeah. Right. Here we go.
1: Susie. So <laughs> You're listening to the clampdown, Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM, your voice, your music, your station. Big shout out to the Livingston chapter. You're coming in loud and clear. We'll get John Ross here. Hello. And we're chatting about gigs and music and all things wonderful.
6: Oh god, we've both together with thousands of bands. We've actually seen thousands of bands, actually. I mean, it's good because we've seen a good few bands together, which is great. Even now, we still go and see the odd band. I think the last one, what did we go and see in the Paris. Those, mm. those two guys, uh, uh, the Seaford C- 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 Mods. Ah, we oh, see that, a oh, great, ah, that I mean. was a good Ah, they're great.
1: Ah, that was a good enough. i enjoyed that. Well, we were a wee bit four sheets to the wind, I do believe. <laughs> yes.
6: <laughs> that's, what, uh, that's what becomes a meeting up about two hours before a gig. You know, <laughs> you might me up just before well, the gig, you're you, going to miss me. Isn't it?
1: Uh, you get the chat, but that's that's, <laughs> what, that's what the glam down's all about, mate.
6: So, well, the ne- I mean, the next, I thought I'd move for the, the Apollo and we were kind of moving on to uh, the Barras as uh, one of my favourite venues. I mean, I've seen hundreds of bands, so it was quite hard to pick bands that I've uh, liked in the Barras. Uh, but my favorite all-time band was always the, the, the Barras. <laughs> and uh, this is when Johnny Marr played for them. I mean, it's funny, because they're there, I've played probably my favorite gig and probably my least favorite gig, because they played up in the place at the top of Buchanan Street a couple of years ago. And I just thought it was so boring. They really need the audience to go for it and at the Barras. I, even though I'd seen hundreds of bands there, they blew me right off my feet. I thought they were fantastic in the bars, and the place went crazy. It was a great gig. So here you are. I think that's his uncertain smile.
1: Right.
4: Today, I think I'll lie here and dream of you I've got you under my skin where the rain can get in But if the sweat pours out, just shout I'll try to swim and pull you out
5: Memphis from the Jivers Rock and Roll Band. You're listening to The Clampdown on Cam Glen Radio, 107.9 FM. Your voice, your music, your station.
1: Memphis, you're no rang here, sir, I tell you. And I'm sitting here and I've got my Gregory specs on, I'm looking at John Ross and he's no goat specs. Where's your specs?
6: Oh, I only need specs to read and drive. See, middle distance I'm actually yeah. okay. I don't need to, don't, I don't even need them to DJ, but for some reason I need them to read yeah. and I also need them to drive. But I'm pure aging. Well, I've had five operations in my eyes, at least you've no had them. And I when I, I actually didn't need glasses until I'd started getting the operation in ah. my yeah. Yeah, I've not been lucky I with I the might, old eyes. I guys.
1: might be catching up with you. <laughs> no, it's eyes and seen teeth. I've seeing that. And I, oh, eye teeth, whoa. Uh, <laughs> nah, right. crazy, my old father, I think he had problems with his teeth once and he just said to them, get them out. That's what
6: they did back, back in the day. day yeah. aye. And, that, and that's get, what they done. I think my mum got her falsers for her birthday. They just took everything in and just aye. got in. That was what she got for her birthday present, her 21st or something.
1: And for years when I was on tour, folks used to think my front teeth were false. I'm like, because I'm a cheeky guy sometimes. (laughs) Maybe somebody's banjoed me. But no, no, same teeth.
6: Same teeth, me. I was the only person at the end in my family that had their own teeth. Everybody else. You should have an award. My brother, my mum, my dad. I'll keep in the grony
1: for you for next week.
6: Oh, you are (laughs) a grony. Certainly can put them away, (laughs) dude. I think we're moving on to REM, one of the bands back in the day that absolutely, you know, I couldn't get enough of back there. So I went to see them in Edinburgh. Yep. And because uh, they only brought tickets out for Edinburgh, the Playhouse, back in the day. So everybody got tickets to see them because we hadn't got the chance before. So we all went through to Edinburgh. And I have to be honest, they were terrible then, Edinburgh. It was dead steal the gig. Though I have a great memory of my mate, big mate George, you know George? And uh, George Moore. And he, uh, I mean, the singer in R.E.M. got up in this chair and started doing this ballad. Just his voice and everything. And my mate <laughs> <my laughs> just shouted to <laughs> a sweary word, and you're a, a happy effing happy, <laughs> right? And uh, and then everybody, of course, heard this. And then about three songs later, he, he said he brought it up the the, right. the the person that interrupted me when I was doing my song, right. and George was like, "That was me, happy," <laughs> and it was, that's the only memorable thing uh, for that gig. But the, they bring out tickets. After they sold out, Edinburgh, they brought tickets for the Bar And so we all went to see them in the Bar and it was just an amazing gig. It was really, really good compared to, I mean, it might have been just compared to the Edinburgh Playhouse where you had to sit in your seat. And I've seen a good few bands there, but. It, it always seemed a stale gig to me, sitting here, seeing nobody move at all, and all that kind of stuff. But um, the bars were absolutely amazing; they were fantastic in the bars, which made up for the fact that we're yep. rotten in Edinburgh. And I, I think they were just rotten because the audience didn't have a playhouse, chance. Yeah. I think. The playhouse, yeah, playhouse, yeah. It's just no. I've, I mean, I've seen a good few bands through there. Yeah, but it, it always seems to me to be a bit stale. I mean, really, but it's who it is if you wait to see the bands and they're only playing there then you're going to have to go but yep. uh, yeah yeah. well this, this track was my favourite back then although I mean the albums were never off my turntable I would say all oh, the first couple of albums right up to it. um shiny happy people and all that rubbish I didn't really <laughs> like any of that I liked all the other stuff and don't go back to rock was just amazing so here we go
7: Looking
3: at you watch a third time waiting in the station for the bus.
1: To the clamp down Cam Glenn, Radio 107.9 FM, your voice, your music, your stations. Good friend of the show, John Ross, we're going through tracks. We're we're in the Barrowlands now, John. We're
6: in the Barrowlands, and this next one, I think, I'm assuming it is in that cave. I, I forgot to look at the list when I came out. In that cave, and it's red right hand. I've seen them, I've seen that cave maybe like four times. I've seen a b- pavilion in that gave way back in the day. But I went to see him in the Barrowlands with George and all of my mates in those days. But I was really, really drunk. And, you know, I completely waited, actually, in the middle of the crowd thought, I have to go. I'm going to really die here. And I actually thought at a certain point that uh, he was singing directly to me at a certain point. And so I had to cut through the crowd and get out because I was really going to puke. But when I got the crowd, I came out right at Big Davey, George and all my mates. and know I just started laughing. And my mate Davey said, look at the state of you. And it brought me out in my drunkenness. but it moved to him. <laughs> it's the first time I'd ever seen it, and he was like, that. Oh, I have to go to the road. And he'd actually left after it. It just felt terrible, and I actually felt okay. It was the weirdest thing, I. but Nick Cave, yeah, what a guy to see alive if you get the chance. I mean, his politics right now seem a bit weird, but I think uh, he's just somebody you've got to see, and he's, he's different from everybody mm-hmm. else, I think that's I've seen thing.
1: him in the, oh, that place as you described up at Buchanan Street. The, the big sort of venue,
6: concert venue there. Um, it was Maestro's. Did you see him in Maestro's? No, I seen him. In, I no, seen him was at the birthday present he was in? Actually, or was or, in the, or the wedding present? present? Birthday, birthday present. Birthday present he was, was in. And he birthday was, party. Birthday party. Ah. And he was, ha- he was hanging off the the balcony. Somebody was holding his hair. Yeah. And he was actually singing as well. I was going to put, I never got as far as Maestro's and all the weird sort of places, but I was going to put that in. Because he, he, he is an incredible... Incredible artist, yeah. I mean, even though I think he just does what he wants, and but it seems to me that what he wants is really really interesting to listen to. And he, I, I seen him the last time I seen him, I seen him in the Hydro and he mm-hmm. walked across the audience <clears throat> and everything. And he, yeah. and he got like tons of people on stage yeah. and he still can do it, you know. That you think the Hydro yeah. may be a bit big for him, but no, he, yeah. he really he did the job, man. This hope. song's, um, well, this song is one of Adam's favorite songs, uh-huh. uh, it's not mine, I, I would go back further than this, but I thought I'd put it on in case Adam's yeah. listening
1: i played Sound City. They were in Norwich, and we were having my breakfast, and all night gave us three tables away. But I think I ate more than him. Uh, oh, he looks like he ate two weeks. <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah, I think he goes for that look, you know. But yeah. Uh, uh. I mean, I, I, God, I wouldn't know what to say. Nick Cave is one of these guys that are super intense. I mean, the film's fantastic as well. I remember I had to go, uh, Andrew Angie got me a birthday present uh, to go and see the Throne Muses, uh, which was great. I seen them back in, the, back in the day and everything, and the Throne Muses were great. But, uh, but at but the same night, George had got me a present to see Nick Cave and, uh, and uh, was at the GFT. Like they was doing a worldwide thing and it was part of the film and all that kind of stuff. But I had to go with Angie <laughs> to see the <laughs> front music. Yeah, yeah. And it's that, just because that was one of our bands. But she got me as yeah, a birthday present. They are fantastic aye. though. I could quite easily have added them. Sorry,
1: them in Dusseldorf. Many, yeah. many, months ago. Yeah,
6: they. Have, I'm, I think I've been seeing them about four times or something. In different aye. wee gigs. And I, I think the guitarist.
1: There. Either he played guitar or the bass. A guy called David. And uh, I was doing t-shirts for Carter, and the promoter took Umbridge with the throwing muses. So I just said, "Well, I'll do your t-shirts and all." I said, "And see, see what he's got to say." Then he didn't have much to say after that.
6: I mean, it's I I think the other talent because it all all went into was all Kirsten, the other bands that uh, sort of, Hirsten, yeah. Yeah.
1: Tanya Donnelly went to Bailey
6: Bailey's yeah. a great band as well yeah. Yeah, I've seen them right. a few times as well I yeah. mean I, I go to a lot of gigs and back then I was every week maybe when you see two gigs every week I just absolutely love live music that's I love your, music b- yeah. Aye. Yeah. that's how we're skint, mate. Uh, that's how we're skint yeah but we've got interesting stories though oh mm. we have
1: that mate we have that
6: yeah interesting stories about how many times we went to the toilet during the gig and all <laughs> <laughs> <It was laughs> my favourite song <laughs> yeah. did that Night a few year. times <laughs>
8: The viaduct looms like a bird of doom As it ships and crap Where secrets lie in the border fires In the humming wise man, you know we are never coming back Past the square, past the bridge, past the mills, past the stacks
1: listening to the clampdown cam glen radio 107.9 fm your voice your music, your station We're slowly but surely working our way through the tracks of john Rossier
6: yeah that that one um, you can imagine him singing directly at you and nobody else in the room yeah i just go i got the fear I got the fear. But I stayed to watch the whole gig at the side because I, I passed my whitey on it Big Davey. And even up the road, it was the weirdest thing. But yeah, it's true. That, that can happen. I never thought it could, but it did happen. I think the Barrowlands, though, as a as a venue in Glasgow, is just iconic. I, I kind of think, even with all the other ones that were great, and the Apollo and all that kind of stuff, even now, a gig in the Barrowlands is just an absolute treat. If you really like the band, then you're, just go for it. It's a, it is a treat getting in right enough sometimes can be a bit of yeah. So it used to be back in the day there was a door at the side <laughs> yeah. of the Barnes. I
1: used that door several times. Uh, yeah, <laughs>
6: they just opened the door at a certain point for 10 minutes and you could run up and key the guy at the top of the stairs a fiver <laughs> and then at the gig you went. But th- those days are well gone, but, <laughs> and that was good fun because you were guaranteed to get in yeah. and uh, see a band that was sold out. But yeah, the, uh, the Barnes um, is definitely one of them. When my the
1: favorites. crew have got time in their hands, they actually play football. On on the the floor of the Barrowlands, Once I put all the gear on stage.
6: Uh, well it's big enough. I, I once did an advert for Coca Cola on, on the in the in the uh. It was well way back when I was in the art school and everything, I did an advert. They never used it, so I never get paid. But yeah. They filmed it all. It was a guy, um, and oh God. It was a well, famous comedian guy that was filming it. I was quite taken. Uh. Quite taken but he, he never used it. Well. I yeah. demanded too much money, I think.
1: Ah uh, see yeah. Uh, I, I I'd sort of gauge things in ginger bottles, no glass checks. <laughs> I like that. Oh, that's 60 glass checks. I'm not buying that.
6: That's what it was. I'm, I might stepdad. Jim used to price everything in whiskey. <laughs> that's three <laughs> bottles of whiskey. I'm not buying that. Are oh, you
1: saying that? My old dad, at Christmas, I got my bottle of quality stuff and he says, How much does that cost you? I say, oh, about 15 quid. 15. Three bottles of grouse for that. What are you thinking? <laughs>
6: Uh, it was no quality it was a quantity back then uh, definitely this yeah. is
1: true now your next track's the Pixies mate
6: ah the Pixies oh because when I seen these guys at the bar I'd actually seen them before in the QM and uh, a massive Pixies fan back then I mean it's the same I've got all the vinyl and everything but they played for the first time uh, into the white and they had I don't know what they were using as a light source and smoke and everything but when they played that track it was just completely white, the stage with them on it and you could just see their outlines and it was it was an amazing visual effect and uh, it just blew me away yeah I've, I think I've got, even got this in 12 inch vinyl but this th- uh, this track is an amazing track and it but it's funnily enough it's no Frank it sings it mm. it's a girl that sings it Kim deal yeah that's a very f- chappy ah. yeah. and uh, even though I mean I think he's fantastic in the are fantastic yeah. Um yeah, she blew my mind, when that, mm. that, that that song she came out. I mean, she sung a few songs on it, yeah. but that one there was just amazing. Yeah, that, the visual effect mm-hmm. at the Baris, yeah, a sold out gig, you know, and everybody going mental with the Pixies, and at that time, they were just gigantic, you know, really. That's really another man. one, of the
1: Pixies songs. Yes, another gigantic. one like, yeah. Little, yeah
6: There was, I, I mean, I was spoiled for choice, but just because I was talking about the Baris, mm-hmm. and it was this track. I mean, I was upset once I was I went on holiday at Portugal, we were talking about that, and I missed a, um, a Pixies gig at the, at the Exhibition Centre, but the stage collapsed. Ah, mind that,
1: I mind yeah, that. So yeah, so I
6: was like that belter, so I never <laughs> missed it at all. Well,
1: not so much belter for the poor punters, <laughs> eh? Uh, well, belter
6: <laughs> for me, because I could say, never missed that gig, yeah, because I went to see I mean, I even seen them depart the park recently, a couple of years ago, I think I seen them depart, the park, and they're yeah, still fantastic. I, yeah, Though no, no, the bass players are looky likey uh. she does it very well so it doesn't really make any difference to me
1: okay doesn't?
6: mate the pixies the pixies here we go <laughs>
1: Was the pixies into the white sitting here chatting rock and roll with matey boy John Ross.
6: Yeah, I, I mean, actually, I don't even think I was, I was thinking when that was on. I don't actually think that's on an album, I think that's just a certain track. I'm not 100% sure because it came out just about the same time as This Monkey's Gone to Heaven and all that kind of stuff. And I can't remember it being on that album, you know. I, I, but I'll have to go up the road and have a wee check. It may be on the CD, the extra stuff on the CD that you get. You know, I always want to kick the CDs in. A K Tell CD. A K Tell. <laughs> I, I bought one of those things, at a charity thing recently. You can put 10 records in it and it kind of flips forward. But, you know, when you've got something like 5,000 records, yeah. 10 <laughs> records, it's
7: it.
1: go My, Mind your used to think she was doing you a favour buying the Top of the Pops album that was the real artist.
6: Uh, it was a no Elton John. <laughs> he know <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, here, don't start me on Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> the Wayne, uh, you've got to watch I think it's called Starstruck or something like that, and these geezers showed up like Elton John and I said, I'll like Elton John than any of them. I be, can you sing like them, says the win. I just, I haven't tried. Well,
6: I mean, there's footage of the Elton John singing really badly online. (laughs) (laughs) Like a pub singer. And I don't know if he's doing it for serious or he's just doing it, but yeah. There's footage of him, and I can certainly sing as good as that. Remember, I was was, was in Disney, and we were just, I mean, the Epcot sort of thing in Disney, and we were walking past, and there was a big, massive stage, and lots of people sitting down, and I thought, I wonder who's going to play it. And an Elton John tribute guy came out, and he was absolutely fantastic. I'm not a massive fan of Elton John. I, I mean, up to him, I'm Still Standing, he's pretty good after that in the bin. Yeah. But um up to that point I thought it was good, but then I'm still standing and he, he's rubbish. I just kinda uh, go. Well
1: oh, here, here. The, the sugar cubes man. The sugar, sugar cubes are another cubes. band that blew me away and
6: uh um back in the day and I seen him in the bar at uh, the bars and yeah, they really, I mean, she's got an amazing voice. Even then, I thought she's going to be massive, yep, man, yep. if she goes solo, which she did. But uh, I mean, I thought that there was half of the, if you, when the guy sang in the Rubies, um, the Rubies Cubes, the, the Sugar Cubes, I always felt like laughing because I just <laughs> thought it was like, it was like an ah uh, kind of thing in a middle of a song that was all right. And I go, ah, uh, his voice would come in and it would be like that. But it, it suited the music and it, I love these records and I've, I've certainly got these in vinyl. I thought, her voice is just a magnificent yeah. voice actually I've seen footage recently or as a kid mm-hmm. on right. stage I was 16 I think she was
1: yeah, 14, uh, even then she's still Aye.
6: bouncy and strange and I think well done her
1: I've seen them him in Bricks Brixton Academy and I think a guy's name Zainer I, I might be wrong
6: but uh, I was. You were like, hi Dean," and you went, "Ah, you okay. <laughs> went." That was a very interesting
1: gig <laughs> for sure, mate. Oh.
6: Well, it was. It was another sold out one back then. They, yeah. they were really, really big. In, yep. yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I think that's what, why I put it on because I think as gigs go, I mean, I've seen tons of bands in about this, yep. and I could go right through them. But I thought these ones are the ones that I thought <laughs> be interesting this week. So.
1: I'll be playing this for we, Angie, Max, and Tommy. And Sarah, she's got a gig now with Mc Fleetwood. I don't know if you heard Oh, it.
6: they're very good. Aye, Aye, they are thing. very good.
1: Aye. And they're playing the Classic Grand.
6: I think they, well, they'll be playing so. maybe for Shock City. Ah. So they're a really good company Aye. as well. But yeah, yeah. I've, I've I've not actually managed to see them, but I've, Tried to right. see them a couple of times. It's always on a right. night that seemed to be working.
1: I think we'll have a wee night for that. Yeah, yeah. I think the well,
6: the band itself, everybody that I know that's seen them said they're fantastic. Yeah, so I like like tribute bands if they're very good because they just play the hits. I don't have to listen yep. to sort of album covers, tracks. Ah. But yeah, good old mate. Good. Let's old go for this.
3: Flemington, to Fernhill and
7: across
1: the south east of Glasgow this is Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM your voice, your music your station yes, a up, the You're back with Clampdown Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM your voice, your music, your station we're still chatting to John Ross and we're, we're going into our metal now
6: Anyway, know. Yeah, because well, I because uh, I had to go to the dentist. I suppose we'll have to miss out um, Tiffany's, which would have been, which is now. Uh, uh, was it a casino now? Um, Tiffany's was one of my favorite places to see bands. But moving on to the metal scene now, I go to festivals and all that kind of stuff, and I thought. I wanted to play this track because it's one of one of my favourites. That my son's in the band with Jeff Tate, and Jeff Tate was the singer of Queen's in the nineties. It's a massive rock band in uh, America, and they had a they had a, a hit over here with Silent City. Um, it got on the top forty, I think, or top thirty. But um, Jack, my son, plays bass for uh, Jeff Tate, and as I say, they're playing the classic grand, and uh, I think it's the second of May. Something like that was it? No, we're May June. Second of June. Uh, and the classic Grandin, you should come along, it is pretty good, but this this is one of their biggest hits, so you may recognise it, and I, I mean I've seen this band, I don't know, maybe because my son's in it, but I think I would have seen them, even if my son wasn't in it, because I got any rock but quite big a few years ago, mm-hmm. and I went down that rock route, I think it's just live music, I'm sick of uh, watching a DJ just okay. with lights, so I'm <laughs> back into a actually seeing somebody battering away at a guitar.
1: Do you think you've seen them many times in Carter?
6: It would maybe be equal it would maybe be equal because i have i mean because i've seen carter god about seven or eight times maybe more than that even you know and i've i mean i've seen this band definitely up there up there i, I mean because they play they're playing a hits in the classic they're playing hits so all the hits are getting played and it's a great show I mean, I would have to probably say my my favourite album, there's an album called Mindcrime, and every track on it's a belter. And this track is, um, is on that album. I'm pretty sure it's on that album. So here we go. Jet City, here we go. Um, I'll oh, use sausage rock. Fingers.
1: <laughs> oh, sausage fingers.
6: I think I'll use rock. Uh, Enthusiasts would have recognised that as Avenged Sevenfold, which are an absolutely amazing live band. But um, I want to play. Uh, I want to play uh, Jet City. So we've kind of moved on. As soon as that started, there I was like, I love this track, but it's not the right track. Uh, oh, sorry, we, we said. said. <laughs> well, I want to say it uh, because if you get a chance, you should tune into these guys. They're, they're absolutely amazing. So right. here we are. Try number two for j c.
1: <laughs> all you Eagle Ears folks out there, uh, my CD decided it was going to give you massive wagons there after I was building up all right Queensry- <laughs> bang, have it back to you, that was back to the stack.
6: Yes, yeah, so I mean, they are a fantastic band, if you ever get a chance to see massive wagons, go and see them, because they are a fantastic band, I mean, I don't know why to stop that one as well. <laughs> But they, I mean, they were part of the list I was going to bring in, so maybe next time you'll get a chance. But you—you you go online, go to Spotify, check out uh, Queensryche, and uh, Jeff uh, Tate, who's playing, uh, was the singer of Queensryche. And the band that's behind them now are an absolutely amazing band. They're all top quality musicians. I'm not just saying that because my son plays bass film, but they are just all top quality uh, uh, quality musicians, no, I think the time is slipping away, and yes. I can't not play this next track. I've seen these guys, I don't know you, maybe about four or five times, oh, or three, or four oh, times, easy, easy, easy. Me, easy. And uh, this song, I every every all those nineteen gigs that I did over COVID, and every Friday for four hours, I played this track almost every time. In the to- the last three tracks, this is one of the last three tracks I played. Love this song. Love this band. Have you ever got, uh, I mean, though they must be in their 40s or 50s. Oh, days. the 50s now, mate. Got I mean, the
1: 50s. The singer's got the tightest yeah. pair of strings yeah. I've yeah. ever seen on any uh, they adult. They played Birmingham just uh, last month, didn't they? Probably? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, they're,
6: yeah they're, but I would still go see them. Oh, think, they're, well,
1: but they're real busy now. I have to also say, Totty Scott is up at the top of the hour with his sports show, followed by Katie's Hits, then Graham with his GMS show. So, stay tuned to Cam Glen Radio. But We've got
6: Hunters and Hunters. And what is the name of this next track, then, Ray?
1: Oh, funny you should say that, John. I've come out wearing a t shirt.
6: I've come out my, wearing a t shirt. I've
1: no got my jumper with me.
6: <laughs> I can't remember the last time uh, I bought a jumper. Where, where, where's my jumper? <laughs> my brother
1: knows Karl Marx. He made the mushrooms in the
5: people's park.
4: It's a What do you think about my manifesto? I like a manifesto, put it to the testo Took a trip down to meet the anarchist party I met a goofy guy, he was hardy farty Said I know a little Latin and a kiss and a kai Said I don't know what it means, he said neither do I Eat natural food, bake twice daily Fill your nostrils up with gravy Don't drink tea and don't drink coffee Cover your chin in Yorkshire toffee Dancing in the disco bumper to bumper Wait
3: a minute, where's me jumper? Where's me jumper? Where's me jumper? Where's me jumper? Where's to bumper. Wait a minute, where's me jumper? Where's me jumper? Where's me jumper? Where's me jumper? Where's me jumper, I know. Dancing in the disco Go, go, go Dancing in the disco Oh no, oh no, oh no Dancing in the disco Go, go, go Dancing in the disco Oh no, oh no It's alright to say things can only get better you have lost your brand new sweater. I know I had it on when I had my teeth, and I saw sure I had it on in the
4: laboratory. Oh no! Dancing in the disco, go go go! Dancing in the disco,
3: oh no, oh no! Dancing in the disco, bumper to bumper. Wait a minute, where's me jumper? Where's my jumper? jumper? Where's me jumper? Where's me jumper? Where's me jumper? It's alright to say things can only get better. You have lost your brand new sweater. Pure new wool and perfect stitches. Not the type of jumper that makes you itches, oh no. Dancing in the disco. Go, go, go. Dancing in the disco. Oh no, oh no, and my mother will be so so angry. And my brother will be so so angry. And my girlfriend will be so so angry. And my dog will be so so angry. Cause I was dancing at the scope on part of Wait a minute. Well, you jump up. Well, you jump up. Well, you jump up. Well, you jump up. Well, you jump for
1: all. Well, many thanks for John Ross coming in appreciate it, John.
6: Thanks for letting me come in and uh, bore you with all my stories. Um, if I ever get a chance, I'll definitely come in again. I really enjoyed going back in time.
1: Well, I'm going to give you the track that we've been trying to get <laughs> for the last three, three goes, I think it is. Did you find it? Yes, I found it. <laughs> so this is Jet City, and This is Jet City. All right, many thanks for coming in, mate.
6: Thanks for having me.